what might you do if you received a mysterious delivery but had no idea who sent it? What if that unmarked package contained an old diary with no explanation? That's exactly what happened to Angela. The only clue was a note. It contained just six words that were stuck to the worn front cover of the thick leather-bound book filled with hundreds of handwritten pages. The note said, use this as you see fit. The last entry of the diary, which seems to be filled with personal stories involving cannabis, is dated April 20th, 2022. It's intriguing. Who wrote the diary? Where did it come from and why was it sent? Angela, along with her friend Brandon, are ready to explore the entries to learn more. Even though they have no idea who the author is or why the diary was anonymously sent, they're both committed to finding answers. On this podcast, we're exploring the diary and learning more about the experiences of whoever wrote it. Through that exploration, hopefully we'll solve the mystery of the diary and why Angela was trusted with this extraordinary responsibility. So I have to say, it's pretty cool. I've had some like time reading this diary, uh, and thank you for finally letting me read this thing. Now that I finally got some gloves and was able to like, you know, you were you you, you were just like, well, now you can read it after I showed you the gloves. So and then held them in front of your face like it was one of those things like a duel, you know. So, but no, I, I like I so I spent some time reading this thing and uh yeah, there's like so much information and there's so many pages and there's all this like. Uh, like inserts in it, so it's like really hard to close. And by the way, that there's like a stain that's on a couple of the pages that is not me. It's not barbecue. I swear. <laughs> you have not let not... me get a word in edgewise. You must be <laughs> super stoked. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm. I'm. No, I'm super excited. It was just. It's just like reading this. Uh, it's. I'm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm starting to like go away from the. the this might be a hoax sort of thing. I'm not sure. Really. There's like it just like it's, twelve hours with this book and you're ready to. Yeah. I mean. I guess. I guess you know. It's a I genuine guess, article. <laughs> yeah. I guess so. Like easily. Uh, easily persuadable. I guess. So. Uh, well, and I appreciate you running out to the glove store and getting your own satin pair. Um, and you didn't breathe on it too much, right? Yes. And uh, it was temperature controlled when you looked at it, correct? Because we're not going to expose it to the elements. It can't be too warm. It can't be too humid. It is not in the car. Right. It's in here. Right. It's <laughs> yeah. here now. But like, we can't leave it in the car. Again. What? <laughs> no, I did not leave it in the car. It was in a temperature controlled environment the entire time. Right next to the humidifier. Next to the guitars. But not too close, right? Not too close. Okay, to thank you. So, and not too close to the guitars. It just was, it just was interesting seeing, and I, like in my own brain, I can see how like retelling some of the stories that are in this diary, you know, eventually like uh, that, you know, it gets my brain working, like looking at it to kind of go into the history and see more about what, uh, what's being, what's being said in, in this book. So did you do some spot checks? Like I, I've been doing spot checks. Where I read something and I look at the date and then I go to the, the Google and then like correspond and I've not come up with anything that has not, let's say, aligned. 
No, I found, like, in the 60s, I found some stuff that aligned. Like, some, you know, where it was, where, uh, stuff with the Ken Kesey hanging out with the, with the ah! Mary Pranker stuff. I looked into that, and so, it was, that, it lines up, it lines up, so, I think it lines up. Huh. Well, and there's, the, the history when it comes to cannabis is just so layered and complex and I know that that is that was one of the bigger drivers for for me um, when I created. I think I told you that I created that course for Stockton University. Yep. Um, cannabis and communications, exploring perspectives and messaging. Mm-hmm. When you start to 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 compare all of these different aspects of the history that that cannabis um, has had. In this country, in other countries, on a political level, on a social level, on a, you know, economical level, on a social equity level, like all of it is, it's fascinating. And part of me, I can't, I keep coming back to this every time I go to look at this, this book, this, this diary, mm-hmm. um, and it makes me feel, it makes my head feel better that you're saying that you... You think it's a, it's not an elaborate hoax. No, no. Because you you see what I mean. It would have to be a lot. Like someone would want to mess with me, like Ashton Kutcher punking me level mess with me. Well, you know me, I'm Mr. Conspiracy. So that's why the first thing I do is I'm skeptical <laughs> about everything. So I'm even, oh! I'm even skeptical of the sandwich I ate earlier today. So that means that I am the molder and you are the scully. Okay. Right? That was how that worked? Scully was always starting from a place of no. I mean, I could try on, you know, I I could, you know, I can give the, 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 the pantsuit a try, so. <laughs> Wait, Scully did wear pantsuits. I'm sorry, I'm getting. No, I mean, she did so. She always looked very professional. True. True that. So, yeah. I can give it, give it a shot. So. And we don't have to put ourselves in boxes. I don't, <laughs> I, you true. know, it's not going to be exactly like Mulder and Scully. Mm-hmm. But. Um. So where, where do you, like, so if someone wants to learn more about, like, just, like, cannabis history and stuff, like, what do you, what do you kind of recommend? Like, where, where can they kind of, kind of find out more about cannabis? Because, because I think cannabis is very misunderstood in general. Like, um, it, and, and the stigma around it is, has obviously is a lot less now than it used to be, but, um, it well, just, it depends it, on where you are, too. Okay. It depends on. How, where you live, how old you are, yeah. your your belief system. So the stigma is real. But I'm yeah. sorry, I interrupted. Go ahead. No, no. But where, where can you kind of learn more about just cannabis history? Like as far as like just the, the messaging and, and where where it was and where where it's where it was and where it's going. Well, there's a lot of great. I can give you some great titles. If you want to get into some books or, okay. or some articles. But I mean, if you're just looking to start to kind of dip your toe in the water, I would say that there are so many choices for where to learn more that it's hard to say which one resource. I mean, one way that you could think about it would be, you know, a topical area or even, you know, a ge- geographic area. We're here in Jersey, new legal adult use and medical state so maybe it starts from a new jersey place you know we can i think we're going to end up learning a lot from this book um and i think and i think the 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 header for it hey how you doing (laughs) 
Well, we don't we don't want to put this author question mark. Yeah. Because the that's this is a lot to think through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we if we're coming to the conclusion that I think we're coming to about how this information was written in this diary, but I I think that's for a different day. Okay. But yes. So I mean, I yeah, you can visit the website and give you some titles and you know, talking about it. There's some stuff that I know, but I'm learning so much from some of these entries, you know. Well, and also, it's you, you've always got your head in a your a nose in a, uh, your nose in a book, looking at like just uh, kind of just cross referencing, cross checking some of the stuff in this diary, see if it matches up and lines up. Um, is there so? Is there like a you want to you want to read another one? You want to go through another one yeah. today? Yeah, like I share do. another one and see see what uh, see what we can learn today. I'm gonna put my gloves on now. <laughs> And I will do you get want to it. borrow you know, my, do you want to borrow my gloves? No, I will use my own gloves. They're satin. Um, yours are more attractive than mine. Um, but I'm just gonna grab it and then we'll do um a random page again. And I think that if we're gonna keep doing this, we should probably invest in some sort of mini drum roll like button or, or something. Nope. Mm-mm, that's not because I, I, you know, it feels like an occasion every time we open up a random page. Okay. All right. All right. We'll find. I'll find a. I'll, uh, you know what? I will make sure that I have my snare drum next week. Okay. Whatever you need to do because it, this is a big deal every time. Yeah. And it seems as though we could do this like once a day for the rest of our lives. And I'm going to run out of body parts. <laughs> right no drum roll on the stomach none on the face not on my face um okay so i'm just gonna open it up to a random page all right like when somebody like twirls a globe and says i'm gonna go here and points to a place on it but i don't think anybody has globes anymore oh hoboken no (laughs) (laughs) i'm just saying if you have all of the choices around the entire globe you know Uh, All right, so this one's dated July 27th, 1974. Mm -hmm. And this one, interestingly enough, is towards the front because this is not a linear kind of entry system. I assume there's some sort of system that we don't even understand yet, but I digress. So let's see here. Dear Diary, even when I think about yesterday, I can't stop myself from laughing. So I was hanging out with the Boggle crowd And one of the guys at game night shook everything up and we started to play. The way the letters were laid out, the first one I saw was thwart. Mm -hmm. I found a bunch of others too, but that one, I was really proud of that one. Uh, Like, really? So wait, really proud of the word thwart. Right. And this is a diary entry worthy, apparently. Okay. From a boggle game. So I suppose... Whoever's writing this was... It's probably a, probably a message, like, thwart the system? No, I don't <laughs> I don't think that's true. I, I mean, anything's possible, but I'm just... If you're writing well, in a diary at the, at the end of the night or the next morning, and you're describing, you know, this really amazing thing, and it was a boggle word, that means that felt like a, like a big game night win. Okay. It's, yeah, I guess it's not mind-boggling. It's a... That was a good one. It felt a little forced, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, so whenever you were growing up and you were playing like um, board games and stuff, was there anything like any any time in particular that you felt that you were like 
that you that you won a trophy or that you won kind of won something. You just were just so proud of what you did. Huh. I don't. Nothing springs to mind immediately. I, whenever I would play Super Tech Mobile. Okay. With my brother, I was always the Detroit Lions, and I was very um, predictable. I think. And every once in a while, if he wasn't paying enough attention, I would like I would run the same play again. Very predictable. Uh, and I would feel like I was on top of the super tech mobile world at was, that point. I was always the the L.A. Uh, Raiders or the Oakland Raiders or the L.A. Raiders. Oh, I think they were L.A. at the time. And play Bo Jackson and you just you just run up and down the screen. Right. And the you little can, guy. Yeah. You couldn't even tackle him. The other one, like in the other other game, I was really proud of always winning or always playing and and um when it was past the pig i don't know if you ever remember that game no it was, it was die that were pig that were like pig shaped die and each like side that you land on on the pig has like a different you know different uh number associated with it but land on like all the all the haunches the hoofs haunches how big were these pigs <laughs> they were smaller like the size of a die anyways so they were they, that was like a that was I I always had fun winning it past the pig. That was like a like a family tradition. Did you have to like oink at the end? I didn't have to. <laughs> okay, but so oinking optional. Yes. So go 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 on. All right. I was really proud of that one. So when it was time for us to go through our words, and that dude Kellerman went before me, he said wart. But I was so excited to throw down thwart at the table, I misheard and thought he stole my thunder. I had the advantage because I wasn't as jaunty as everyone else in the group. Nope. Definitely says jaunty. I wasn't as jaunty. Jaunty. Okay. So wasn't as as like, hmm, like loose. No, I mean, I think jaunty's positive. Like, how many? Like, like loose as in like just kind of. With it. Good old time. Having fun. I'm loose. I'm jaunty. Yeah. I'm feeling feeling hip. Feeling cool. Feeling jaunty. Jaunty. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And I mean, I I suppose if you consume cannabis. Yeah. Because that seems to be a pretty standard theme here mm-hmm. in this book. Uh, cannabis consumption. Uh, jaunty is one of those things that you might feel. Okay. Is there any other consuming? Is there, is there any other is there any other consumption words that you can think of when it comes to uh, to uh, uh, partaking in cannabis? Well, I, I mean, now I think about jaunty, um, <laughs> and I, I suppose a lot of the time you feel. Well, we talked last week about adequacy, feelings of adequacy, but I think you know, happy, Ad- adequately lit, at at lit, and. <laughs> You know, everybody talks about being stoned or high. Yeah. And sometimes those words baked. do not have very good connotation. Baked is another one. Yeah. I like floating. I like floaty. Floaty. I'm just, I'm getting, I'm going to go get floaty. No, no, it's not like an intentional thing because floating just happens. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I think everybody has their own word. I would love to hear what other people's words are if they're, if, All right. you know, there's like a code. All right. Well, well, keep going with the keep going with the uh, the entry here. Okay. Uh, okay. I wasn't as jaunty as everyone else in the group. It was a game night one night that we decided that breezy was not as not quite as frolicsome 
and that frolicsome wasn't to the point of jaunty. And they definitely all pale in comparison to jubilant. When was the last time you were jubilant? I don't know that I have ever used the word jubilant to describe my state of being, but now I feel as though I'm going to have to be on the lookout for it. (laughs) You're going to have to be ready for that jubilant feeling. Well, and what if I what if I've had it, but then just didn't have the right word for it? I'm trying to I think the last time I was jubilant was like when the uh, when the Cubs won the World Series. Oh, that's right. That all that Chicago in you. Yeah, that would have been. I was I wasn't as jubilant when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, but that's because I was still relatively new here. So I did. I was I was I was elated, but I wasn't jubilant. I see. I was happy. But I wasn't jubilant, so. Right, and that's how we could see that you were an outsider. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was not climbing up a greased pole. And <laughs> maybe that is how one knows. One knows that one is jubilant. Yes, so, if, yes. if you have this if urge. If you were so happy that you climb a greased pole. Yes. <laughs> well, so all, and they all pale in comparison to jubilant. It's no surprise that it was one of my word games groups in my circles. And then there's a parenthetical aside that says, some days I can't even keep track of my circles. Makes me feel lucky to have so many friends. Which is where we came up with the BFJJ scale. Mm. Mm. Breezy, frolicsome, jaunty, and jubilant. When you're jubilant with me, you're feeling like the best, most open version of yourself. And that's so very wonderful. Wait, hold on. The BFJJ squeal. So that's, is this kind of like a, um, kind of like a one hit, two hit, three hit floor? I'm assuming so. (laughs) Um, But this one sounds funner because this one, there is no floor. Yeah, exactly. No, I gotcha. I gotcha. So I'm reading over this, and what's hilarious is that this particular group has come up with their own circle Mm -hmm. slang, where that's how they rate how they're feeling. What level of floaty? Okay. Or baked. Bakedness. Doneness. So. Or or lit. Or litness. Yeah. Breezy, frolicsome, jaunty, and jubilant. So that makes more sense now because that's why they said it was a game night one night that we decided that Breezy was not as was not quite as frolicsome and that frolicsome was not to the point of jaunty. Okay. All right. Well, and what's funny is the way that this is written, you know, there's a lot of people uh, in, in the history of time that have written about how they feel after consuming cannabis. And that's what I'm assuming here and i suppose a lot of that is just based on reading the rest of it even though nobody's come out and said it yeah but cannabis seems to be the the thing that is the most consistent through all of these entries um so there was this uh guy paul bowles have you ever heard of him nope so he was an author he's a dashing looking guy oh yeah i pulled up a picture for you to look with a cigarette hanging out so And the description on this page is that he was an American expatriate composer, author, and translator. Oh, okay. And became associated with the Moroccan city of Tangier. Am I saying that correctly? I think Tangiers. Tangier. Well, there's no S on the end. Am I supposed to say? Tangier. Tangier? Tangier. Okay. Where he settled in 1947 and lived for 52 years to the end of his life. 
So I, I, I keep a copy of this, a copy of interesting quotes about mm-hmm. uh, things that people have said when they um, consume. And in his journal, when he was first visiting Tangier, Tangier? Tangiers. Tangiers. No S. But there is an S some of the time, right? Is that what it is? You know what? Yeah, I'm not sure. Whenever I was reading, back in, when I was reading the William S. Burroughs stuff and he was doing all that Tangier, Tangiers stuff, he always would do like one would be with with the S and then without. So in my brain, I always thought Tangiers. Okay. Well, we're just so. going to back it up and say Morocco. <laughs> oh, okay. We'll just make it easier. Paul Bowles recorded in his journal when visiting Morocco. Mm-hmm. And trying Majoon for the first time, for the first few times, and then Majoon. writing. Majoon? Was that Majoon? Majoon. Was that maybe like a uh, local, local local slang for marijuana? Well, it's a Moroccan like treat, like a confection oh, okay. um, that also has cannabis in it. What? Yeah. Okay. So he's, he's trying Majoon, and I'm hoping that I'm saying that correctly, uh, for the first time. Okay. And this is what he writes. Uh, he had felt. He, uh, well, I'll, I'll, I'm going to read it the way he wrote it. Felt in the, in, I had, in, in in the accent. No, no, I mm, <laughs> pronunciation is not my jam. Uh, uh, no. Well, and I didn't realize, but now I've stolen some of the jam thunder. The jam thunder. Yeah. So. He wrote, felt I had come upon a fantastic secret to change worlds. I had only to spread a bit of jam on a biscuit and eat it. All right. Well, so no, no. if he was on the BFJJ scale, okay. as described in this diary entry, Breezy Frolics and Jaunty Jubilant, based on what he wrote, he had come upon a fantastic secret to change worlds he only had to spread a bit of jam on a biscuit and eat it. So it's extra jubilant. That's to me is jubilance. That's super jubilant. Because you have a delicious biscuit. <laughs> yeah. Where you're just jaunty when you just have just a biscuit. Where there's some jam. <laughs> I, I think I would want some jam. That's what I'm saying. That it becomes. Actually, I think it's just frolicsome if you have a biscuit. <laughs> just the biscuit the bites. Jam is what turns up the jubilant. Yes, exactly. Jubilant jams. That sounds like a fantastic name for a new business. Jubilant jams. Oh, I was thinking more of a band name, but for well, like a, one of those, one of those uh, jam band. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> jubilant jams. Okay. Yeah. There you go. All right. Courtesy of every Paul single Bowles. song's forty-seven minutes long. Oh, one of those jams. <laughs> um. So that's that makes me think of Paul Bowles jubilant uh so where am i here when kellerman repeated wart he exaggerated the word so that time it sounded like he said another word so wanda popped up fast and proclaimed i did not fart because that's what she thought he said and everyone started to laugh i don't know why but whenever that word for passing gas comes up people always think it's funny and always is underlined here. Mm. Uh, every time, no matter where, when, who, or why, it's f- always funny in every circle. <laughs> <laughs> See? I know! Literally. That's all I had to do. That's it. <laughs> I don't I don't understand why we think it's so funny. But it is. Right. And now, now I'm understanding why this boggle night... 
Well, wait a second. You know what I did not look up? What? So this Boggle Night was written in 1974. Was Boggle even a thing then? Hold on. Let me look this up. Wait. Up. Oh, this is 1972 was when Boggle was was made. Okay. So this does track. Okay. Historically doing a little, like, you know, check-in. Okay. Checks and balances. All right. So that would make sense. Anyway. So this one checks. Oh, hold on, Angela. <laughs> <laughs> it's... That's why Mike Myers is maybe the funniest man of all time. <laughs> well, that in the Canadian sea. Well, yes, he is Canadian, and those that are Canadian are funnier than the rest of us. <laughs> okay. Okay, so let's see where I was. The more breezy, frolicsome, jaunty, and jubilant, the funnier it is. So when we were all laughing our heads off, somebody actually farted. It was Wanda, which Aww. made us all lose our minds. Wah, wah, Wanda. <laughs> That's the best thing about our circles. It's always filled with laughter. You know, and, that, and that's funny. Is that as, uh, Growing up, I remember the circles, like the closest friends that I had were all the stoner friends. We're all the ones that like, you know, we all got together and, and, we, and we smoked and went to shows and made music and all that i was closer with them than i was anybody else growing up i think you know especially like high school on uh because so i think it was i think it's the communal aspect of it maybe you know that has something to do with it uh the fact that it's like the idea of like a peace pipe type of thing you know something where it's just like where where you you're you're doing it as an experience uh togetherness experience i think so that is a the one of the cooler parts of the cannabis experience, I think gets overlooked because it's not something that we quantify, right? It's not, it's not something that is, um, I don't know, like that comes to mind immediately for a lot of us. But that camaraderie that can't be replicated in in many other settings, and then you come up with you know frolicsome, jaunty breezy jubilant ways to spend time together there's that is one of the best things that i have found as we've gone through this I, I so. I, like this even diary. yeah even going through uh, through it more it's yeah it's like this 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 does feel it does feel real you know this these these entries were you a little skeptical at oh, first yeah. well yeah like i said i'm skeptical of the sandwiches right so yeah, I was a little skeptical, um, but like yeah, it's, it just feels more. I don't know. That feels genuine, especially you know, like the stuff about the about the farting, the Wanda's farting, happy Wanda farting. So that just basically like I think really kind of brought it. Makes me kind of feel like it's a little bit more genuine. I think so. Doesn't it make you want to know like Wanda? Well, I mean, yeah, maybe not be stuck in a car. And Kellerman. <laughs> I mean, if it's an issue, a gastrointestinal issue, I don't. Issue, I think then... she was just really excited. Oh, it came out. <laughs> and if she was feeling a little breezy, yeah, get it? Yeah, breezy. Yeah, breezy. There you go. Oh, man. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I, I, I think I, I'm having, I'm having a blast. But I just want to keep, like, kind of going through these entries, so. I do, too. And I know we're going to have to hop onto the call. Um... I think I think we should probably just keep doing this. Okay. And it's the I keep coming back to that 
the six words on that post-it note when it was delivered. Use this as you see fit. Mm -hmm. I, it feels just more like there's a great responsibility and we have such an opportunity. And I did talk about it to somebody else. Okay. And, and, and I, I've stepped back um, because I don't want to make people think that, you know, there's this diary curse looming or anything like that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't, I don't think that the right thing to do is just to make copies of it and distribute this widely. Okay. That's what my gut's telling me. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I think that this kind of exploration is the way to the way to go. I think so too. Well, I think we should get together next week and um and go through another entry. Okay, let's do it. Like we'll we'll do we'll do just that. And when it comes to going with your gut, join us next time for use this as you see fit the diary of mary